As most of you know, well, maybe all of you don't know, I moved to New York City in June. So this summer has been me just discovering the city, figuring out how to get around. I still love the train, so maybe I'm not an actual New Yorker yet. And uh, just uh, just working and finding my way, you know, trying to make sure that I really understand the city and uh, growing to love it. That's true. That's literally all I've been doing. Yeah, I was um, actually I was thinking about how I was going to start the show off uh, last night. And um, I kind of want to go around and like remember when I DM'd you yes. about being a part of the project. And um, I was just really, really happy and um, that you were able to come and that you're here and that everything is like, you know, working out for you. So it's a blessing to have you. Thank and you. It's thank a blessing you to be here for be, being here and just being a part of our, our, our family. So, yes, um, I just knew uh, things. I had to have you. We had to have you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here. So, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I'm glad to be here. Hey, Trey. Hey. <laughs> See, Barbara Walters over here uh, is introduction, introducing us all. Yes. <laughs> but, um. This summer, I moved to New York City. Um, I spent two years going to school in Baltimore. It was cute. It was fun. But I kind of wanted to move to the city. So I'm now attending the Fashion Institute of Technology. Um, I'm excited. I just started around August 20th. So, you know, I am just, just hit my month mark. So I'm still learning the city. Yes, I'm afraid of trains. I'm scared. I have never taken a train a day of my life. You're scared of going to church. I'm bougie. I take an Uber everywhere I go. And that is who I am. Yes. The Philly boy is a little bougie. Yeah. But don't get me twisted. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's my summer was that and just working. Um, you know, I just do... Little, I'm a little lifeguard during the summer and whatnot. Yeah, save lives. Save yeah. lives. Grace just, Anatomy. Just a little something, something. Yeah. But Grace I'm Anatomy. happy that we are here because I'm so excited to do this. Yeah, I remember, um, you know, I have to say this too. Like, I remember reaching out to you and you were the first person that I, re- I reached out to and um, was just really, really um, interested in working with you. And when I found out that you could possibly be going to school here, I just knew that um, we had to be friends and we had to be collaborators. And um, I've always been very um, just into all of your social media as far as like music, um, art, and just, you know, everything that you have. So I was like really, really glad that you were able to come. We were all holding our breaths mm-hmm. from February <laughs> until when? Like June? Till April. April, okay. And um, when I found out you got accepted and that everything was on the up and up, I said, thank God. And um, <laughs> it's so funny how our lives all aligned at one point. Yeah. Um, we, we've come to this point, so. Um, it's destiny. Yeah, yeah. Destiny. And, um, you know, my next bitch, my favorite bitch. Stevie, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Tell hey, what's, what's up, y'all? Um, my summer really wasn't that much. Um, I did a lot of partying. I did work. 
I love it. Everybody thinks that I'm like the hugest socialite ever, and I promise you, I'm not. I don't know what you guys are thinking, all these followers and all this other shit. Listen, y'all, I'm not what y'all think. I am just regular old me, Stevie, Steven, whatever you want to call it. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. I'm from Long Island, not from the Bronx. You know, it's just, my summer's been pretty regular. That's good, that's good. Now, you know, I gotta be shady. Like, Stevie is the only one when I reached out to him, he was like, Bitch, let me think about it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. No, no, no. And I'm so glad that you did. And let me say that you did it in a very respectful way, which is very much of like, you know, girl, like this is a very, a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. I need to check my schedule. I need to align my spirit mm-hmm. and just really, really, really understand if What's going on? I can get this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so Nonetheless, like, I'm really, really glad that, you know, you got back to me and that you were able to, you know, come on to this project just yeah. because um, I literally selected each and every one of you for a certain reason and for for a talent that you possess. And it just wasn't right without any of y'all. So, um, again, I'm just really, really glad to, to have everybody. And um, I've had an amazing summer. Like, <laughs> this has probably been one of the best summers that I've had in, like, Oh, Jesus, like maybe three or four years mm-hmm. and just, you know, um, hanging out and partying I and just being in New York City is amazing during the summer because I hate the winter. So like parties, drinks, men, dates, like, oh, my God. So working school and just pretty much dating has been what I've been doing this summer and um, getting shit together for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving into the fall and we're here. And it's September. I know y'all were over us because we kept saying, like, bitch, we coming out in we September. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> the boys, bitch, we ain't had one. Uh-huh. The best is Our Twitter was buzzing. Yeah. yeah. So we now we come. here. Yeah. And um, we, we, we thank you for having us. So, um, yeah, like, I'm going to pass it over to Aaron for our first topic. What's up? What's up? So, the first topic, that, what I really want to talk about first is safe spaces. I think that it's very, very important, uh, and it, it kind of aligns with what we're doing here. I think that this podcast creates a safe space for us to be able to be ourselves and talk about what moves us and what pushes us through life and the things that inspire us and, you know, help us get up in the morning. And I think that as black queer men, it's very difficult to find safe spaces in this world. And so um, it's our responsibility to help create them. And so what I wanted to do first is just to ask, you know, what are you guys' safe spaces if they exist right now? Oh, this is a big question. I mean, this is a very triggering question for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I got to think about like I I just moved here, so I really don't have many safe spaces, safe places where I'm just like I mean, for me, I think safe spaces are places where you feel comfortable to be alone and just be yourself. And for me, I live in a dorm. Um, if many of you don't know, New York City, Manhattan, Chelsea. Um, I live in a matchbox. <laughs> um, so I share a room with another person. Oh, God. I literally have moved from being a kid with a, uh, his own room to sharing a room with someone from Iowa. So, I mean, it's a new experience, but I take certain lengths um when I'm not around other people to just make sure and check in with myself. I think that's what is really needed. Just a check in, a good check in with yourself. What do you guys think? Um, I want to say that I have to admit that 
you would think that your house or like your apartment or your home would be a safe space for you but unfortunately it's not for me mm. um which is something that like i'm really really i really want to work on um and you know obviously like if you have roommates there's only but so much that you can do to facilitate the atmosphere but um i want to say as far as just safe um i think y'all are aware that like i go to like a group meeting of you know um gay men of color and um, it's every Thursday and it's uh, about maybe like 12 of us. And um, we just basically go around and we just talk about the problems that we face being gay. And um, that's like a really, really safe space for me because I feel as though like nobody's judging me. I can be as honest as I want to in regards to like sex, um, yeah. escapades, you're you right. know. Um, and I feel like sometimes even when you're talking like being gay and when you're talking with friends, it's just like when you tell a story, it's like, okay, you already know that the girls is judging you. Judging you from the jump. Right. So it's really hard to, you know, I hate to say that, but even some friends that you have, you're not really able to be as transparent as you would like, you know? Um, but that's really one space that I'm able to really like let my hair down and just be like, Girl, I sucked a dick last night, bitch. <laughs> it was getting big, bitch. Like, and, like, not feel any type of shame about it. Like, right. You know, mind you, I be judging them because I'm like, oh, bitch, you nasty. So yeah, that's definitely like a, a, a safe space for me. But that's only one. And you know, you think about all of the the spaces that we permeate and that we have to be around, and the people that we have to be around, and it's just like, girl. That's, that's the only place that you feel safe throughout your day. And that, like I said, I only go there once a week and it's only for an hour. So, yeah. That's for you. Um, my safest place, you said it, it isn't your home, but mine is my home. Like, my bedroom is just like my space. Like, I don't care what's going on around me. I don't, once I'm in there and that door is closed and it's locked and my music is flowing, that's it. Like, you can't get me out of there unless I come out. It's not gonna happen. Like this is just my place, and like you said, you don't have this place like at your home, right? Like that. But me is definitely my house. Like all I need is my phone, my computer, my music, and that's it. Like it doesn't get any. It's nothing extra. It's just those three things, and I'm good. Like a lot of candle, maybe. You know, get a little insane going. Setting the mood. Setting the mood for nobody but me. Not like a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Just. You know, and everybody needs that time to just like listen. Let me get myself together real quick, and we can go out and whatever. But that time of me being in my room is all I need. Sometimes only like it's not like oh, I need a whole bunch of people. let me go talk to my friend. No, I just need me sometimes. Not a whole bunch of oh, well, you should do this, you should do that. No, 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 me. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I like opinions. I like people advice. Like giving advice to people and taking sometimes. Mm. But sometimes you know yourself better than anyone else. So it's like, I'm not getting myself together. But I like your advice. I take it. I'm absorbing it. But let me get me together first. You know? I mean, this right here for me is like a safe space. I think yeah. mm-hmm. for us all, we're able to open up and share. And this is like a therapy session. I mean, we're literally talking, explaining, talking out all thoughts, all feelings, all experiences and getting while getting other opinions. We're also being able to just be ourselves. And I think that's what we kind of wanted with this show. I think we wanted to make sure that people you're hearing us, but you're also like talking to yourself while you're listening. Like, yeah, I've been that way. I felt that way. Like, 
that's important for us. Mm-hmm. I think all of us. I don't yeah. want to speak no, for no, anyone no, else. No, but please, I'm speaking for the choir when I say I think that we just want it like. This is your, your time with your friends, your homeboys, your homegirls. Like, you chilling. You are comfortable. This is your safe space. Mm-hmm. You can talk to us. And I think that's what's really, really important. Not to climb up the back of what you said, you know, friends. Climb up the back. Hey. Um, but my, my safe space is my friends. And, you know, the, my, the people that know me well and the people that know me, you know, the most, they know that. When I'm around them, if I'm able to completely relax and just be myself, that's where I feel safe because safe to me is relaxation. Safe to me is being able to just completely let go and just do whatever I want, say whatever I want without fear of any sort of like retaliation or reaction that's not positive. And for me, I find that in my friends. And so wherever my friends are and me, wherever I am that they are, that's just a safe space for me. Because not only do they look out for me emotionally, but they look out for me physically. And so I never feel like I'm like, you know, in danger or, you know, what have you, as long as I have one of my road dogs next to me. And y'all know who you are. I love y'all. And to piggyback off of what Trey said, I hope that this becomes another safe space for us. I mean, one besides your room. Trey, yeah. I mean, I mean uh, one besides your, you know, your and one besides your house and one besides, you know, uh, my group, your group. <laughs> yes. And I, I hope this becomes another safe space because, you know, we're all in this together. So hopefully I just I want that to expand outwards. So hopefully that gets there. Yeah, I um I again like and let me reiterate because I didn't say it. Obviously, the reason why we created this podcast is to we are we have very limited uh safe spaces as queer men of color. So the only solution that we have is to create a safe space that we can, you know, grow and and maintain. So again, um, that's what we've done and we're going to continue to do that. So again, I ask people to just come as you are and really come to listen and come to learn and come to engage and to to add to what we're doing as well because uh, the conversation continues once you've like turned off the podcast so mm-hmm. so yeah um, um, I also kind of like wanted to turn this into we have six spaces and um, oh I'm sorry I forgot I remember the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because um, I actually had a friend call me and kind of lay something on my heart and um, long, making the long story short I um, basically a friend of his um, was raped uh, by a person that he like met off of Jack and um, it's so crazy because we are all on Jack it's just like girl okay girl we, if you're not on Jack you've been on Jack okay? I was on Jack about yeah. 10 15 minutes ago okay, okay. So like, yeah. or you gonna be on Jack you know what I'm saying like, maybe a little tonight <laughs> maybe a little tonight right, okay. you know what I'm saying so but he it was a very like wow um, I think that we share we're closer than we actually think we are. Mm-hmm. And um, the things that may happen to you or to a friend, um, it's a possibility that it could happen to you. And I hope that makes sense. So, um, you know, uh, when he was telling me about it, like I was like putting myself in, in his shoes. And it's just so crazy that, you know, we have these apps and regardless of how you use them or how you want to use them or how other people use them, um, it's still a, a space for us to like, you know, explore and to experiment our sexuality. And um, I just, 
it's really fucked up that like someone can log on and like you know be raped in a sense you know Mm -hmm. um and it's really scary because it's just like being gay it's just like sean so we don't really have any spaces to practice out in the open and to be gay in the open so like you know in turn we go to these apps but like these apps really aren't the best place for us to you know experiment and to you know really be who we are and just to explore so um it just really scares me you know um i think that this could have been you know, you. This could have been me. Like, mm. bitch, we didn't all been on Jack for some dick, bitch. Like, and I hate to like add, you know, humor to it, but right. you but really do. You know, we all. I mean, it's something that we all do, and I think that um, we have to look and find safe spaces for ourselves because everyone's been on Jacked, or if you haven't, you've been on something similar, uh-huh. and you play at that risk, knowing that. This could happen, and it's hard to stay away because this is also one of the only spaces you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you so you have to you you're always playing devil's advocate. Like, look, I mean, this is a, this is I potentially have a risk of me being raped or sexually assaulted or harmed or harmed in any way. But I also want to fulfill myself and, and be true to myself, and this is one of the few only forms where I can. So there's a give and take with it and it's really hard. Yeah, I um I had a conversation with the guy that I had wanted to date with and we discussed it just because I really be wanting to know like, you know, where pe- where people's thought processes are with things like that because mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, so if you think that there's an excuse for this bitch, I may need to stop talking to you, you know? Um, and he was just saying how like there are pro- proper precautions that you can take and I'm just like no there's no way that you're going to know that this is going to happen to you you know like I've been in those type of situations and I'm, I've been sexually assaulted before I've been in a situation where I've logged on to Jack I've met a, someone who I thought was gay but they were actually straight and they stole my phone like there have been situations like that before and it's just like well wow girl like I didn't I'm just thinking Girl, you know, I'm about to get my thing wet, you know? <laughs> and and there's no inclination. Like, I mean, obviously, I think I'm a very intuitive person. So, like, if I had gotten any, like, sense of danger in my heart, like, I would have stopped. But it was just nothing. Everything was just as regular as there is. it always is. You know, you log on, you have your conversations, mm-hmm. you exchange numbers, and, and then that's that. And then you go on about <clears throat> Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, it just really, really scares me because it's just, like, and there's more to the story, but again, the, the fact that, like, you know, the dude said no, and, you know, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. So, I don't know. Um, I really want things to change. And I said this in group a few weeks ago, like a, a while ago, but I really want being gay and just being black and gay to, like, be moved from darkness. Oh, really put in light. You said, and that's exactly what I was thinking. I think because this whole. Uh, Jack's culture and what has you know become a thing in and of itself. The culture. It yeah. comes from being driven into the darkness, the proverbial closet that we all mm-hmm. have to quote unquote come out of, and how you know the stigma just makes you look at gay as something to be discovered, something to be found out, which means that you have to hide it. Mm-hmm. And so, in hiding it, you retreat onto these apps because you can't necessarily just like see a guy in Starbucks and hit on him like a you know normal quote unquote heterosexual person would. You know, a guy just walking to a girl. And say hey I think you're beautiful can I get your number you can't necessarily do that in the broad light of day because you might get punched in your nose and that comes from so many years 
of the stigma being created and perpetuated when it comes to gay, not just gay, but, you know, for the sake of this conversation, gay uh, people and, you know, what we do and what is perceived that we do and what have you. And so we got to come out of the darkness because not only will that not erase, but lessen the hookup culture, but it'll also create more spaces for us to be ourselves, not only at night, but also, you know, at high noon. Mm-hmm. And so that's very important. No I, um, yeah, like, I, I, again, I just really want the, and mind you, I'm one of the girls that's out and about, and I still feel like there's this cloud just hanging over me being gay and just like really, really me being happy. And I feel like that cloud is hanging over everybody that I've touched, you know, like as far as dating and, and whatnot. And um, wow, um, I think that once you get comfortable with yourself, there's still like that other hump. Right. <laughs> once you get done with that mountain, there's another there's, mountain. There's always a mountain. Oh, damn, right. <laughs> but there's always a mountain. Yeah. There's always one. Hi, this is Trey. You are listening to Him. And make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Him Podcast. And check out our site at HimPodcast.com. Don't be shy. You better come on and check us out. I mean, but the thing is, I think with mountains, I think you have to kind of also take care of yourself. I think self-care is truly important when you're in a relationship, when you're not in a relationship, um, no matter what you're doing, I think it's always important to take time for yourself mm-hmm. to do what you love and, and make sure that you're happy. I mean, we all have different ones. Mm-hmm. I know myself. I'm a huge advocate for meditation. I do it every day for about an hour. That is my thing. And it just keeps me zen and keeps me kind of just working just th- just thinking about what is going on in my life it i like to talk to myself in my head not with other people around okay so no you can't say i'm crazy but like it gives me time to talk to myself plan through things plan out things um just just make sure that i am one and i am okay and then I also do yoga. That's that's my thing. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not a yogi. I'm I'm a yoga person. I'm just a novice. I'm just starting. I can't be put in all these other positions yet. Okay. I ain't that flexible. <laughs> but I can't. But I can't be over there upon the floor though. But no. But I'm saying yoga has really. I just I started this summer and. I would go, my first time I went, I went to the park by myself, right in front of a felon, and no one was around. It was just peaceful and beautiful and just, I connected with myself more than anything because I was just like, wow, look at the, look at the world. We live in a beautiful world. And while it's jaded and we have a lot of things to be upset about and to fight for, sometimes it takes time to just look and say, wow, this is just... The sky is beautiful. You are beautiful. You get on your anyanla and just love yourself. I love it. So I think that's that is my self care regiment that I know I'm going to keep for as long as I shall live. Hopefully. Do you um do you use a specific app when you meditate, or do you use an app at all? I don't use an app at all, but okay. I know that there are some apps. I know like if you go on the app store and mm-hmm. click on meditation, there's like 
a hundred thousand apps. Um, I started off just, just, um, just doing a mantra like "I am one" or "peace and peace and love, peace and love." Or you can also just start with just music. I mean, I think people we all connect to music. I think we all love music and just playing a song, something to zone you out. And to not think of it, not a song that you won't know, you won't start singing and belting to. Mm-hmm. So, Beyonce, I love you, but uh-huh. I can't play you because I will belt. Right, who's going to take to Beyonce? I, 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 I may belt and just to put, get up and do the choreography. And, and put on a concert. <laughs> but put on, put on some good, some, some good Sade. Sade's good. That, that's, listen to her soulful vocals. Yeah. Um, and something, something soothing Stupid. and something mellow. That gets you zoned out and just just calm. Because I think for me, I use meditation more to kind of combat anger and and, and just angriness. Because I feel like you can't be angry all the time. I think that it takes too much energy and you can use that energy to find solutions in life. And... To keep me from being angry and wanting to punch a few people in the face. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because I don't see you as an angry person. So, like, Look, deep down my soul. Peaceful person now. Peaceful Trey now. It wasn't Peaceful Trey about three years ago. Mm-hmm. But the meditation did help. I mean, it keeps anger down. It keeps you from cursing people out, showing your petty side. Mm-hmm. I mean... So that's that's my self care. I mean, Steve, do you have any self care tips? Uh, you tapped on the music. That is like the main part of me. Like in just grabbing one or two songs and like listed out that I have to listen to every single day to just keep going. Like I'm having a bad day. Let me just go to my album, play this song, and now just go. Like that's it. Like one to maybe three songs that's all you need um the music is just me like i have to have it like it's like food to me like if i don't have it my day will be like all right you know what pause okay let me (laughs) can i come back to you for a second let me put the song on you know the song's on three minutes three minutes go and i'm back All right, so what were you saying? Okay. I'm, I'm back. Uh, it's just like something that I have to do with the music. The music has to be there. I honestly don't even watch television as much because the music is always there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, your TV is starting to get a little dusty. I said, I don't watch it. Yeah. I got two days of the week I watch television. Monday and Tuesday, that's it. Uh, we love you live tweeting. Live tweeting. <laughs> I, know when you, I know when you're watching TV, TV it's just gonna keep going and going. TV saying this, TV saying that, loving hip hop this. Right. <laughs> Have and have not this, stuff like that. But the music is the biggest part. Like, nothing else comes before it. Like, that's nothing. Everyone would think that, oh, well, he's watching all these shows. No, no, no. The TV's off Wednesday through Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, the TV comes on. Aaron, um, what were your things of uh, self care? What were your tips? So, I think that my self care is related to my appearance. Now let's do that. Hold on, I gotta interrupt you. Hey, hey, go shave, bro. Let me say before we started recording, Aaron came back from getting a haircut. He was early this morning. Yes. Walked in, texted us all. 
Um, I'm getting a haircut. Um, I'm leaving. <laughs> I almost forgot my mic, but I mean, this haircut was needed. It's important. It was important. Me. He came in. He had the pick. Mm-hmm. I walked in just picking it. It's immaculate right now. Looking like a Brooklyn snack. Yeah. Right Y'all, chill out. Give me, I'm giving you no. Chance. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look, 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 look. Thank you. Thank you so much. I. And not to take it in like a vain direction, I just feel like it. I firmly believe that if I like what I see when I'm looking at me when I'm walking past the mirror, come on. I feel like that really it. When you when you see yourself and you like what you see, I think that that uplifts your mood for the day. You more energetic, you're more open and friendly, so you make more friends and you get more things done because your energy is higher because you like. You know, your energy is better because you like what you see. And so I think that's really important for me. I um I have a really, really big focus in moisturization and skincare. Uh, and I do everything I can to make sure that those areas are well covered. And so for me, whenever I'm feeling bad or, or sad or over it, I grab one of the mini masks that I have. Um, and, you know, I take a shower and lather myself in an essential oil. Almonds, argan, coconut. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I take I take some oils and I just I put them on after I shower and I just, you know, I just like to, I, it makes you feel better. And I think that's really, really, really important. So any of you that identify with me as it relates to, you know, you like wearing masks, get you a man who cares about his skin more than he cares about you. I feel as if, you know, that thing is really, really important. So if ever you're feeling, you know, sad one day, just take care of yourself for one day. Buy some really, really like cool scrub, some face scrub or, you know, some oils for your scalp or what have you. Rub them all in and see how good you feel. And I think that's really, really like, that's a great thing to do. Yeah, I, um, I, I really don't have that many like things that are like rituals that I do. Um, but I will say, I just got into drinking tea. Ah, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's enriching. Um, specifically, <clears throat> I drink this tea. Um, the flavor is called Sweet Rose, so it's supposed to have like extracts. I just can't even get it out. Ingredients from a rose and like chamomile and some other things, but um, it's really really great and it's organic and. I try not to be a bird and put sugar and honey in it, but um, I usually drink it straight. Uh, but it really, really like calms me, and um, I drink one at night, and I drink sometimes in the morning. Sometimes I'll have like, you know, a couple of cups of tea like, during the day. day. But um, I've been really, really trying to get away from coffee. Mm. Um, when I lived in Virginia, I had just started drinking coffee, and then when I moved here, it just became a thing of routine when I would go to work. So just like you know, getting ready to work go get a cup of coffee and then it turned into like an everyday thing and now being in school like i literally may have a cup of coffee like three times a day and it's like really really bad so um i just wanted to again limit my coffee intake and also drink more water so bitch no shade water will get you together water your body will thank you yes. thank you oh my you, goodness you gotta get your water in you gotta get your tea in and you gotta um you know really eat your fruit like that's another thing that i've done um, that I've changed since living um, in Virginia now living in New York I eat a lot of fruit um, so yeah those, those are like my self self-care tips mm-hmm. the dice pineapple okay. oh. you know what I'm saying some of that strawberry Water. flavored lube strawberry flavored um, no. <laughs> no 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 no, no. What? 
No, actual fruit. What? Who said that? What? Wasn't me. Hey, this is Aaron. You're listening to him. Go ahead and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Him Podcast, or you can enter our world at HimPodcast.com. Yeah. So um, we about to break it off into something interesting. And this is actually like, I feel like it was a very controversial, well, not really controversial, but like, I feel like the girls is going to go into frenzy for this. But um, is there a right way to end a relationship or basically break up with a person? Let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, so what's up? Like, you know. <laughs> I feel like people approach this so fucked up. And society has taught us, especially like in, you know, this time, the millennials, uh, society has taught us to just like kind of fade away, just fade right. Like that, like that gif of Homer Simpson just fading right into the, the leaves. The, the ghosting. That. People like people really think that that's the way to do it. And it's like you, you forget that you're, this is another human. This is somebody that has their own complex emotions. Like, think about it like this. What you think about all day and how complex and multifaceted you are, somebody else is exactly the same way. And to treat them with that sort of disrespect is just foul. Whether you guys were just quote unquote talking or if you were actual relationship, the best way to break up with somebody is just to do it. But you have to do it. Don't just disappear, stop texting back, start avoiding them, block them on everything, have a conversation with them. Now, whatever comes as a result of the conversation, they get mad at you, what have you, handle it when it comes to that level. But in the beginning, you have to have a conversation with them. Tell them how you feel. Because if y'all was fucking or if y'all was booing, boo loving till four in the morning on the phone or watching each other sleep on FaceTime, FaceTime. if y'all was doing all those things and you should have it in you to have that kind of conversation with them, you should have enough respect to have that kind of conversation with them. And if you don't, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. You shouldn't be talking to nobody. That's how I feel. I feel triggered. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I just want to say I was boo loving Mm. and what not. Um, And recently was ghosted. Now, let me tell you, I... I'm ashamed to say that I have ghosted a few right, people. Okay. Hey, hey, so have I. I was young and stupid. Don't get me I'm wrong. Sh- and look, I Trey is 21. I am 21. Yes, I said that uh, in a third person. On. I am so young. Look, I have ghosted, and to those people, I have apologized. Deep you know, song. deep down, mm-hmm. I feel bad. Um, but anyway, I was talking to somebody and they ghosted me. But not in the way that, like, you you start doing the one-off answers. That's that's my type of ghosting. Like, I give you one-off. Like, I'm no longer interested. One-off. I will continue the conversation, but not fully invested. This person literally put off all communications a day after we were talking. We were talking all day that one day, and then the next day, nothing. Yes, like, you are dead. You are... Kidnapped, captured. The Power Rangers have come and gotten you. Right. I just thought hostage that something had happened. So you know, I'm like, we're talking, we're we're into each other. We're showing some type of signs of growing and blossoming. And I just hit you up like, yo, we grown people, and if we don't want to, if you're no longer interested, you no longer want to be around me, want to talk to me. Just let me know. That doesn't hurt my feelings. 
as much as you ghosting because then it makes me feel like something I did was completely 100% wrong or offended you in some way. If you just tell me like, oh, I'm no longer interested, then let me be clear. I'll be so happy because then I know that there's somebody else out there and I don't have to invest. But if you're going to ghost me, I mean, ghost me to the point of like you captured and it's taken too, yeah. then we're going to have a problem because I need you to be just open and honest. I think that's all I want. Yeah. Like I, I always tell the girls, I didn't suck your dick by text message, so don't break me or don't right. me by text message. Okay. Girl, like, do a face-to-face sometimes, too. No shade. I'm here for it. And I just, like, recently ended a transaction with a, a gentleman. And, um, a transaction? Yeah, I call it transaction because mm. that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was just very much of, I just was very disappointed just because um, out of anyone that I've dated in New York, I put, like, I think I respect him, like, a lot, you know, and I just, like, I respect him intellectually mm. and just spiritually. So I'm so really, really like disappointed in him. Mm. Um, and just like, he's been very destructive for the last past week. So it's just been like, come on, dude, really? Um, and I think that I'm a really down person. Like literally I have this like high tolerance for bullshit. So bitch, you can carry, 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 carry. And I'm going like, you know, I'm going to sit up here and continue to like let you carry because something's wrong. Cause this is not your like regular behavior. And, um, like, once I, like, realized that, okay, like, you're really dealing with something, then, like, I had to back away because, like, in my current state, I'm not able to, like, sit with you mm-hmm. and really be with you while you, like, focus and, you know, get get all of this turmoil out of the way, you know? So, I just had to really, really step back. And I want to say that, like, yes, it's not, don't ever just kind of, like, fade to black because that's not, like, adult at all. But sometimes that's like the best thing that you can do because the other person isn't really giving you the answers that you want. You right. Know? And especially like if you are, because with me, like I was like trying to sit down, like, you know, oh, let's go here. Like, like let's discuss this and let's do this. But, you know, when you keep telling me, you know, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. We can't talk. You know, OK, well, bitch, I'm about to pack this motherfucking shit up on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make my own closure. Mm-hmm. Close this. Close my register out, bitch. And motherfucking it's like, it's close. It's like, oh, this day. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's all I have to say with that. But yeah. What about you, CD? Um, now listen, I don't agree with the, <laughs> the, um, the part where, you know, just everything. It's just like, I need a conversation. Yeah. I need a conversation. But I also say that I want when I'm coming into a relationship, I tell them straight up, like, listen, if there's any point in time that you're not feeling me any longer, mm. please let me know. I'm the type of person that needs a little, okay, so when we break up, I need a little time mm. to myself to just gather and get myself together once again. Like, get myself together. I can't just jump. Because you know some people are just able to just mm-hmm. jump from relationship to relationship. I need a second. See, I mean... I need, like, a, a huge second to get it together. Mm. Like, the... If there's like a maximum, I need the max. Like, I don't know if like the maximum amount, I need the max. Like, two Tylenol, no, I need three Tylenol. No. Maybe four. I'm like ODing right now. Like, I need it all. But yeah, I just let me know in the beginning. Like, let me just know. Let's see. Let's see. No. I'm not feeling you anymore. I just want you to know that, okay, so Stevie is going to go in his room now and get himself together. And people don't think that that would be me. Like, I'm social. I'm talking. Yeah. I am the person that goes, man, in this room. 
I mean, the, the important thing to do is as soon as you feel that you're not 100% anymore, that's mm-hmm. the time to say something. People, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they, they want to solve it internally before, you know, oh, I, I just want to see if I can fix this first. Mm-hmm. But then you cross over from being with that person to playing with their emotions mm-hmm. because you're not 100% anymore. You're like at a smooth 80, but I they're still 50, at 100. 50, 50. So you, you have to, as soon as you're not 100% anymore, then that's the time to say something because... Otherwise, you're just kind of toying around with someone yeah. then. And it's like people aren't games. People yeah. are people. And so it's, you know, it do try to make the best, try to make a decision that is going to both benefit you and them. Don't just think about yourself. Think about them, too, because, you know, up to that point, you guys were becoming something. I'm going to get off topic for one point. But like the reason why in my situation, like I, I generally did like, well, with this person, I let him like be the man, you know? Mm. Um, and so when I date, my I know my thing is me being over controlling, like or controlling. And so like with me, I really try to let him do everything on his own accord, like in his own time and whatnot. But again, please do realize that I have like an emotional presence, I'm an emotional being, okay. and that those emotions have a timeline on them sometimes, you know? Um, and it's just like, okay, girl, like you have carried for the longest, carried and carried some more, bitch. No, I have to like as a man, like I can't be as submissive as some people would like, but it's just like as my person and as a man, like I have to make my own decisions and bitch, pack this up because bitch, you ain't protecting my magic right now. Like mm. you are not putting me first, you're putting yourself first, and I think mm. that anytime when you're in a situation with somebody, you're making decisions without them emotionally. That's not right. Cause bitch, I'm in this motherfucking shit with you. So that's what I would say. Like, you know, girl, I I get can't. So no one So yeah, that's that on that. That is I mean, we are in breakup mode. I mean, Lord. Yeah. I can't. But it's so crazy because I like post that transaction and then like three days I went out on, on a date with someone new. So. See, I, can't, See, I, can't I am that person now. I can't do that. I'm a I relationship can't. person. I am the J Lo. I could move from Mark Anthony to moves. a dancer, from a dancer to a rod. I will move. I will do that to you. I like being in a relationship. I like that sense of having someone next to you, having someone that you're with, a partnership. I like it all. But don't get me wrong, I will lose you in 5.2 seconds. I have no problem. You have to be careful. Don't, it, it, it's, it's good to want companionship. We're humans. We're, we're sexual. We, we crave intimacy. Uh, you have to be careful to not let the somebody that you're dating be a warm body, mm-hmm. um, and somebody that's just there to fill that need for companionship. Because, like I said before, they're a human, and you can't reduce them to that because they might be looking at this as something different. For you, it's just like, oh, cool, I got somebody to cuddle with at night. <clears throat> and for them, it could be, wow, I'm really cuddling with who could be my be my next. Yeah, so you know. Always, 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 always have the other person's thoughts and feelings in your head as well as your own. That's difficult to do. Very, uh, very, very difficult to do, but at least try. Not really, because I was on a date, the same day that I was just telling you about, like, when we're, we're having dinner and I'm just like, okay, like, can I say something right quick? And he's just like, you know, what's up, what's up? And I'm like, okay, like, I literally just got out of something last week, you know, and like, <laughs> I really appreciate your time and your beauty, you know, but, um... I'm not really looking for anything like, you know, serious like right right now. And so I think that's the best way to say that. That's excellent. Yes. I mean, I do love a good cuddle, though. 
I mean, same. I was kind of thinking. I mean, we're in New York City. I thought I was gonna, you know, put a little add up, you know, professional cuddler. Uh huh. You know, I got really, I got mad long like arms and legs. I can wrap them around you twice, you know. And Aaron is fishing. We can all fall asleep. I am. DM him podcast if you want to take me out. But you better wrap it up and whatnot. But um, it was a great first episode. Amazing. Um, we're so so glad that you you tuned in and that you came to listen. We thank you for all of your retweets, your retweets, your likes on Instagram, um, your retweets on Twitter, and we also thank you for coming to our website, which is himpodcast.com. We ask that you continue to uh, like and retweet us on Instagram and Twitter, and we also ask that you continue to visit our site and to leave us a message, drop us a line, shout us out, do whatever you love. We are coming back to you again, so stay tuned. Yes. Yeah.